Uh, hey, you've all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts that are running through your brain or walking. I don't know. That'll be interesting to come back to. Or why, why are thoughts always running? Where are you going so fast? Sounds like something a thought would say to me about my thoughts. So, yeah, we will have to return to that if I remember. So whether it's thoughts, feelings, you know, you're feeling physically or emotionally, or both, I guess, is how, is how I usually get to That's the flavor, flavor of my feelings. Uh, Baskin Robbins, single flavor, you know, trying to develop at least 31 flavors of feelings. But, you know, whether it's any of that stuff, noises, travel, change, whatever's keeping you awake. It could be a variety. It could be more than 131 flavors. Uh, you, you know, it could be artificial. You know, it could be whatever. It's a seasonal. It could be definitely. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. What, what I'm going to do, the approach I use on this podcast is uh, it's a bar- bar- barely approach. Uh, I guess a similar approach you'd approach wildlife or a person in a movie or TV show would. Like, I'm going to use, a, like, a measured, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, distract, dual distractions, like, uh, what was they saying, the running thoughts. How about this? I'll give a running commentary on my running thoughts. My thoughts are, it would be better if one of those was chugging. I don't think you can give chugging commentary. That would be different. I used to do that. I used to chug while commenting a lot. Uh, but you, you could give uh, running commentary on my chugging thoughts. My thoughts do feel like a lot of times they're chug, chug, choo, choo, chewing right through my brain and choo, choo, chewing it up. Sorry, I'm a little bit silly. So uh, what was I saying? So if you're new here, let me, t- before I get back to those running thoughts and, and you know, like I do some a lot of pondering. This is a pondering podcast, and you may ponder why the heck did how the what did I just t- 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 tune into or turn it on, and in the, in the, what, what, what language is this man speaking? Well, I'm just speaking the like a, a dialect, the pondering dialect of English, American English, if you will. But if you're new here, here's the here's the I'll give you the structure of the show and a couple uh, things, a couple uh, meander points, as I like to call them. Uh, first off, you don't have to listen to this podcast. It'll be here uh, to take your mind off stuff. But whenever your uh, it starts to drift from your attention, you know, go ahead and slip in, slip into dreamland. This podcast is meant to you know take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake, but not hold your attention unless you need it. So. You don't have to listen, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here. My attempt is to send my voice across the deep, dark night, as I said, escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, but if you can't sleep, these episodes are an hour. I give it my all. I work really hard because, you know, I have only have my brain only chugs. And gl- it does do a lot of glugging, too. But uh, so I'll be here the whole time. Be your boyfriend, your companion. In your evening, well, in the evening campaign, gentlemen, I'll be your gentleman call. I'll be not your gentleman caller. I guess I, I mean, that word's already fallen out of fashion. So, what do you think of me repurposing gentleman caller? 
You see, your gentleman caller's here. Oh, Nana, you're introducing me? Is this a new dating circle? Yo, yeah, don't don't mess it up, please. I'm trying to set you up. Your, your gentleman caller's here on the podcast, and he'll just be talking about nothing as usual. Well, thanks, Nana. That's actually pretty accurate. Anyway, Nana, I was talking about, like, I was trying to, actually, Nana, I got to get back to the new listeners. So if you're new here, you don't need to listen. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here to keep you company. Some people fall asleep in two or three minutes. Some people fall asleep in 15 minutes. And some people listen to the whole episode. So there's really no right or wrong way to use this podcast. Uh, here's the structure. First five minutes are business. That's how we keep the podcast free. We keep the archives free. That's the goal. Keep it coming out three times a week. The, the, the business at the top of the show is how we do that. Then we have an intro, which we're into about five minutes into. Intros are around 12 minutes. A show within a show, pretty ridiculous, right? Try to, you know, display my prowess at uh, pondering. My power, pondering, my powers of pondering prow. No, that doesn't, it's a double. My pro- prowess and ponders, I guess that's it. I just felt one part of me just squealed like and said, I feel like Katniss. And I know I've said that in the podcast before, and I just felt like Katniss just for a second because I had prowess. Now, my prowess is in pondering instead of kicking butt. And then we say, what, did 2007 just call Scoots? Are you talking about Katniss? I say, well, yeah, it was uh, until you just t- took me off the rails. So it'll be 12 minutes of intro, and then the podcast proper, where I'll do a different kind of pondering. So if you're new, you know, that's all. I guess that's all you really need to know. Podcast's a bit silly. My my sense of humor is, you know, it's not exactly mainstream. But I try to keep in mind that we have a wide, diverse uh, age group and type of listeners. So I try to be sensitive that you're trying to go to sleep. And, that you know, that's why I'm not super funny and super engaging. It has nothing to do with my natural prowess. Wait, I already said that earlier. Uh, now I feel more like PETA than, than, than Katniss or maybe, well, my middle name's Haymitch. Again, I don't know what, what I'm doing. <laughs> Hunger Games material, today of all days. But anyway, so if you're new here, that's all you need to know. Now, the podcast doesn't work for everybody. You give it a few tries. Hope it works for you. But I think I was saying, so that's the thing. I think I do have racing thoughts. I also have, like, superfluous thoughts. I do have over. I definitely have thought overstock. I probably have a preponderance of ponders as well as like, what was the other one I said that sounded good? Prowess, pondering. I have a prowess in pondering. How come, like, I guess I have meandering thoughts. Like, but you don't really hear strolling. Well, that, that, that person's got strolling thoughts. I think you'd say that cat has strolling thoughts because that's, you'd be a cool cat if you had strolling thoughts. Or that'd be something you say. They say, "Well, Nan and say, well, you're going for." I've been thinking about going for a stroll too. Maybe I could introduce you around as a gentleman caller. They say, "Well, Nan, it's just a podcast. It, technically, I think I will. I like the idea of being the gentleman caller, but that's the thing. I don't need to do any calling or showing up in, you know, complicating. They just it's a gentleman caller via podcast." 
Well, that's probably best, because if you were calling, if you were knocking on my door, I would just not answer. But it, Nan, I always bring, I always wear a flower in my hair when I, or a ribbon, I always wear a ribbon and a flower in my hair for you and a boutonniere every time I come to see you. No, you don't. Well, I think, Nana, do you, so do you think you have strolling thoughts or do you have thoughts about strolling? Oh, well, I do, because you walk too fast, too. That's the other thing with the racing thoughts. You're racing when you're walking, and I don't understand. Okay, Nan, that's great. Uh, I, I, I was trying, like, uh, thanks, Nana, for coming on. Well, you just interrupted me. Well, yeah, I was, I was just trying to think of, like, I'm trying to tie it into a metaphor about the podcast. So, so, and sometimes I guess my thoughts are neither meandering nor stroll. Like, I just have um, nanorific thoughts. My nana just strolls right into my brain and she starts talking. And that's just wonderful. It makes me feel like I'm wearing a boutonniere. Uh, I think, like, I pinned it the wrong way because it also has that feeling of, uh, like, a wrong pinned boutonniere. Been pinned by a boutonniere. Uh, that sounds like something somebody would say at, a, like, a you know, pirate party or something. Why do they call it a boutonniere? I think, I don't even, I'm not sure what a boutonniere is. Is it like a, is a boutonniere, there's corsage. I remember in my day, the few dances I did go to, like I think there's a corsage and a boutonniere and then whatever, uh, maybe there's another thing, but I don't know what a boutonniere, I don't know if that's a, for, for male or female. I love the name, I love how that sounds. So give me a boutonniere. Like, that sounds like something you could swing from or put it between your teeth. I think I've put boutonnieres between my teeth. They don't go. I don't know. Is that like a, a corsage you wear around your wrist, or is it just a thing, like, you pin to your lapel? I don't know. So, but so, like, uh, so I I do, I guess I have uh, boutonniere thoughts. Uh, I, was, I thought I'd be able to tie this together because you thought it would be easy, right? If you're listening, you say, Scoots is going to pull off a good metaphor this time. Running thoughts. There's, uh, you know, st- st- I don't know, I can't think, for some reason my vocabulary around uh, movement, bipedal movement, is locked in. For some reason my brain says bipedal, but I see, can you give me another word other than walk or stroll? Strut. Well, the strut's pretty close to stroll. Somebody that struts, uh, like Riker has a strut, right? Or Riker has a swagger. You're right, swaggering thoughts. I don't have any of those, though. I have uh, meandering thoughts and racing thoughts. I wish I had swaggering, strolling, strutting stalks or walks or thoughts about walking, but I don't. I just like, uh, but I have thoughts about words about walking. Anyway, if you're new here, I guess that's, that's pretty much, that's the way it goes. I'm trying to think, like I'm literally racking my brain. But my brain's checked out. They said, we're going, we're going for a stroll. And I said, no, 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 another word other than stroll. Where, where, where are you going? We're going for a walk. Well, what kind of walk? Like, what, like how fast? Uh, what style? Strut? No, 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 another word. Sweat. We'll be swaggering around the lake. No, 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 no. Another word uh, other than the ones I already said. Like, I need to, I, by, by paddle walking. Well, that's not descriptive. That that's I think all walking. Well, not all. Never mind. Okay, so I mean, here's the thing. Sometimes when I'm following these meandering thoughts, they go down instead of going down in a you know they go down in a lane or a, what do you call the one that like a court. 
like the famous street I want to name, Bet Midler Lane. You know, that's where I want to live. You say, Scooch, where do you see yourself in 20 years? So living on Bet Midler Lane with Bet Midler? No, uh, I mean, I mean, who knows? But I would like to live on Bet Midler Lane. I mean, doesn't that sound great? Where do you live? Bet Midler Lane. 101 Bet Midler, 29 Bet Midler Lane. Yeah, I don't know what number I would, I would, I would like, I'll take any number. If you got an opening on Bet Midler Lane, put me there. And they say, okay, yeah, we got one right here, the side of the road. So, but for tonight, I'll be walking down the places like Bet Midler Lane, telling you a story to keep you company uh, here in the deep dark night. Why? Because I've been there sleepless. I know how it feels. And it's my belief you deserve a good night's sleep. And I can try to put you to sleep. But like I said, this doesn't work for everybody. If you're new here and you're skeptical, it makes sense. It's a pod- you say, what? It's a podcast to what a what a? And I'd say exactly. It's a podcast to take your mind off stuff, like a little bit goofy, give you the bore giggles, lighten the mood. And then you realize I'm, you know, I'm barely, you're barely making sense and you fall asleep. So I really hope it helps you. Uh, but it's, you're under no pressure, you know, to, 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 for it to work for you. But give it a few tries. And as I say every episode, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time, and I hope I work hard and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Thanks. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking, thoughts running through your head, physical sensations, you know, feelings, noises, uh, travel, changes in routine, whatever's keeping you awake. It could be one of those things. It could be a multitude of other things. Uh, but whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'm going to create a safe place and distract you from whatever's giving you awake. That's what the podcast is. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to talk like slow and languid, I think, if my usage of languid is correct. And pauses, you know, I'm I, I, like I'm impregnating pauses every minute of every day. Uh, I guess because, well, I'm not like... Uh, because I don't know, because usually, yeah, that, like, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. And that's, you know, that like, I do, I know what I'm doing, but I don't know what I'm talking about. I guess that's the other thing. But you could, the idea of the safe place is that I'm glad you're here. You're welcome uh, to be here. Uh, everybody, this is for everybody that it can help, because uh, they know what it's like uh, being there. In the deep, dark night. And the idea, the concept of the podcast is I'm going to ramble and take your mind off something and distract you while you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. I'll keep you company, whether it takes you 10 minutes or it takes you an hour. I'll be here uh, kind of like your boyfriend, like a sleepover party where you don't got to deal with the person sleeping over because uh, they're just there to kind of talk you and, and, and uh, be your companion. Yeah, now, if you're new, structure show, we got five minutes of business at the top. It's kind of critical to kind of keep the archives and the show free. We've got about 500-something old episodes you can listen to. Uh, then we have an intro. It's about 12 minutes, uh, kind of a show within a show. Some people skip ahead. Those timestamps should be in the 
where the story starts. That should be in the um, show notes. Uh, but the, like this part is kind of like a long uh, description and metaphor about the podcast tonight. And then tonight we'll talk about Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, the episode, the game tonight. And that's like a virtual reality Google Glass uh, episode. Uh, also, I don't know if it's Wesley Crusher's first love or his first kiss, to be honest. I'm not a TNG historian, but we do get some Wesley Crusher. I don't think it, it, he's been on the show for a little while, so that's nice. Ashley Judd's in this episode. But So we'll talk about Star Trek for about 40, 45 minutes. We'll have some thank yous, and that'll be the show. So the podcast, you don't need to listen to it. It's a little bit silly. The idea is to make you look forward to bedtime or to take some of the seriousness out of bedtime, to put you at ease, to make you feel welcome and at home in your own bed. You know, where else do you deserve to feel rested and safe and at home than your own bed? Uh, and I'll be here to kind of take your mind off of whatever you're feeling or thinking about uh and but you don't need to listen to me. I'll kind of distract you. But you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. You can fall asleep on your schedule. Take your time because I'll be here for an hour or you can set up multiple, you know, multiple episodes to play. I mean, the reason I make the show is because I've been there in the deep, dark night having trouble falling asleep, uh, tossing and turning. So that's the kind of that's the uh, if you're if you're new here and it takes a couple tries. So for a lot of people to get used to it, you know, I'm not a. This isn't a normal podcast. I'm not a normal person. Those are just uh, facts. But I, I try to be as kind-hearted as I can. And, you know, I hope this show helps you. And let's see. So let's talk about tonight's episode. How is it a metaphor for the podcast? So tonight's episode is about a virtual reality, like Google Glass, VR-style game. Not fully immersive. It's like an overlay. What are those called? Uh, augmented reality? That never took off, really. I mean, at some point, that will. That's like a benefit. I think that was the whole idea of Google Glass, right? Uh, for those of you that don't know what Google Glass was, uh, it was like a thing where you put on clear glasses and it would have like an overlay, like kind of like a RoboCop or, uh, you know, it's in a lot of sci-fi movies and science fiction. You could say, uh, you know, geez, how much does that cost just by looking at it? Or how, I guess you wouldn't really know, need to know. Would have been good for that episode of Mystery Show. It would have, would have cheated us from knowing from that episode of Mystery Show if it's just like, well, this is how tall he is because I have Google Glass on, or locate belt buckle. Uh, but it, it, like, I don't know, like, uh, if we're, the technology is quite there for like, because you, I don't know. But this one, it's like that, except that it also gives you the game. The trick of the game is that it gives you. Uh, like either mental or at least uh, it releases a lot of dopamine or something. This game in the Star Trek episode, where may, where the people when they score or whatever they they clear a level, they feel really good. So yeah, I don't know if that's like a great example. For some reason, when I started thinking about that, I just started thinking about Mario Kart, which is way more relatable than any of that. And I think they're getting ready to put out a new Mario. I don't have the Nintendo Switch, but I think they're getting ready to put out a new Mario Kart for that. And that's a pretty beloved game and a fun game, all-ages game, but very competitive. I'm not very super good at it, except against little kids, and even then, I can't always win. 
but a lot of times at bedtime, it could feel like that the uh, the racing, like your ra- your your mind's racing. That's what happens for me a lot of times. And sometimes it could be like, especially if you got like the one with has the throwback ones. You say, "Well, dude, what am I going like? Uh, am I, what's the cow one? Whatever that one is, the farm, Moo Moo Farms, or am I like at uh, you know, La La Land or whatever Luigi's uh, house of stuff? You know, or the thing, the place where Wario lives, like." Uh, you, you find yourself going in down these alleys and, you know, maybe it's about high school, maybe it's about work, maybe, and, and it, it can be tough to get out of. Uh, and then you feel like you're on a circuit and you're like, well, geez, I just want to stop and go to bed. But I don't exactly know where the off switch is. Or as soon as I feel like I'm getting ahead, you got a Koopa Trooper. I don't think, are there Koopa Troopas? People are throwing Koopa Troopas. I don't know how they, like, how the Koopa Troopas feel about that. Like, uh, those are the turtles, right? Maybe, I don't or maybe, are Koopa Troopas the mushrooms? How can you, can you racism, um, how about that? I, I know it's too late because the game's probably already finished, but it's like, uh, how cute can you can be everybody and a kid version of everybody? Uh, but can you be a turtle? I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm uh, I mean, I guess so, like some of those are more advanced turtles, like, uh, Whatever that one is, whose name I just said and now I forgot. Not Wario, but the the big turtle. But I would just like to be Koopa Trooper number one, you know, or Koopa Trooper two. Like, uh, but I guess like, do they feel like they're fulfilling the purpose? Or like, finally, someone's throwing me my shell in a car, so I can, you know, knock them out of first place. Or the ones that are like, like, like uh, the red ones, they can. I mean, the green ones, they're kind of just live a life of randomness. They get thrown, they bounce around. Maybe they do something, maybe they don't. Have I proposed any books by Koopa Troopas? Uh, my life is a Koopa Troopa. It, you know, then you'd have maybe something with a Drupa. Because, you know, my, my, you know, I don't know. My life is a Koopa Troopa it does have a nice ring to it. But I would want to set it, you know, something... Uh, to really make it pop. I think game, I, my brain just said, what about game over? My life is a Koopa Trooper. I said, well, that's probably, that's a little uh, all or nothing and probably game over. has probably been used in a bit, about a billion different books. So I don't know if your brain feels like it's got turtle shells bouncing around on the inside of it and, you know, Wario. Or what about if you just have somebody like Luigi says, Luigi, like over and over again. Uh, or Wario, or whatever, um, you know, that could be get on your nerves. And so this bike is meant to take your mind off of that stuff, whether it's figuratively or, I mean, this has happened, like where you live in an apartment building and one, you know, then, I mean, I bet you this, you know, get a hold of me, Nintendo. What? How about offering me some funds for Offset? Like when uh, Mario Kart gets released again, there's going to be a lot of apartment places where people are playing Mario Kart all night. And then somebody's in the next department over trying to sleep and, you know, they're just hearing that, but, 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 you know, all that stuff. You could hire me. Like, I, I could put those people to sleep if, if somebody's playing Mario Kart, uh, you know, because there's a lot of sound effects and stuff in that game, which are great if you're playing it. So anything not Nintendo related or Nintendo related. You know, whatever it is that's keeping you awake. I, I don't know if that's the best metaphor, and it had nothing to do with Star Trek. Um, 
I don't even know how I got to Mario Kart, to be honest with you. And my, you know, then being a pen, you know, I'm a ghostwriter for Koopa Troopas now. Koopa Troopa Poopa. If you need to make a kid laugh, just say that. Uh, you don't even, that's free. That's on the house. Uh, next time you're in an awkward situation with any child, say Koopa Troopa Poopa and see what they do. You could, you could have that one. And it's the person making this podcast. But the whole idea of the podcast is uh, make you feel welcome because you deserve a good night's sleep, all right? And uh, it doesn't work for everybody. Give it a few tries. If you're skeptical, why wouldn't you be? Uh, but from here on out, we'll be talking about an episode of Star Trek. And just like I say every single time, like, I'm really glad you're here. And I really hope I really work hard and I yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by. All right, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Tonight we're live at Dusk, a special live on location Dusk show at uh, like a, uh, a wetlands area in uh, Florida. And I don't know when you'll be hearing this. If you're new here, not all lo- lo- uh, episodes are uh, recorded on location. Uh, but this one is, and we'll see how it goes. It's uh, This is the first ever episode I've recorded right at dusk. I don't have an exact time. It was well, actually just about 7 p.m. My par- well, let, me, uh, let me introduce... Well, let me, my, my parents just left their house. Uh, it was going to have a party, you know, but... Uh, in this retire, you know, I couldn't get anybody to come, so I said, "Well, then I'll record a podcast episode." But, but if you're new here, uh, this is a podcast to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place, and tonight that safe place will be bathed in the sounds of the late evening, really lovely sounds, and the sky. And all that, but uh, so here, here's here's what's going to happen. Uh, usually, the show opens with about ten minutes, uh, five minutes of business, like credits and how we pay the bills. Then uh, about a twelve minute intro. This one will be a short uh, intro, so we can get straight into the uh, outside noises. And uh, I think that's it. Like the key things you need to remember. Uh, there's about 500-plus shows in our archive, so if ambient noise doesn't work for you, you can try any of our older shows and check those out. But if you're new here, the usual rules are you don't have to pay attention to them. You don't have to listen. You're also no, under no pressure to fall asleep. And if you're new here, you're under no pressure. Just give this podcast a couple tries. I hope it I hope it helps you fall asleep. Uh, the main, reason I made it is because I've always had trouble on and off sleeping and I'm always looking for something to distract me from whatever's keeping me up at night. For, for for me, it's usually thinking. Sometimes it can be just not getting comfortable. Sometimes it can be I don't know why I can't fall asleep. Uh, sometimes it can be situational, like travel. Uh, sometimes it could, you know, whatever it is that's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. So today I'm going to kind of walk through what I'm hearing and seeing out here as night falls. And uh, it's like uh, early evening, 7 p.m., uh, uh, late February. When you're hearing this, it'll probably be much after that. But that, that's just to give you a little, uh, like where I'm at thing. And yeah, it'll be a bedtime story. This one will be a meandering. I, I don't know what we'll do. It'll be interesting. I mean, really sound rich environment. Holy moly! Like there's just a, ch- a lot of chattering going on. 
and there was a lot of bird noises today. And we're here, we're about, uh, I don't know if we're an hour north of Tampa. I think we're north of Tampa, where my parents live. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, so if you're new here, welcome. I'm glad you're here. And I think that's those are all the only things you really need to know. This episode will be about an hour, so you got about an hour to, to fall asleep or you can queue up other shows. I'm, oh, just if you're real new here, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit odd, different, strange, weird. I get these creaky dulcet tones. So, uh, you know, the podcast doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it works for you. I appreciate you stopping by and listening. And I really hope I can, I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a med- bedtime story. I think I said bedtime story. Uh, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts... Uh, you're thinking about feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, weather, noise—you know, noisy neighbors, noisy, noisy house stuff, settling, house settling. I heard, you know, I've heard about that. I don't know anything about it. I got an apartment, but I've heard about that. I think there was a uh, um, curb your enthusiasm episode. But okay, whatever scheme you wake up, like to, to take your mind off that. Uh, that that's what. The, so the safe place—that's what I meant to talk about. Uh, the safe place, here's how it works. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, you know, circular logic. If you, you know, barely, you know, you could barely, it, per, circular illogic. I've got a, I've got a license to, to, to illogically, uh, you know, string together things. Um, what else, uh? forgetfulness forgetful narrator um but if you're new here uh let's see let me set this up real quick the structure of the show five minutes at the top of the show for business since it's a sleep podcast that helps us keep the show free and keep making it we got well over 500 archived episodes you can check out as well then we have an intro intros are about 12 to 14 minutes Uh, they're long they're rambling. They're a little bit senseless. So they kind of get you in the mood. A lot of people listen to them to fall asleep. Some people listen to them as part of their bedtime routine. Uh, some people skip them. And the time stamp should be down there in the show notes somewhere. But it kind of gives you a sense of what the show is, especially if you're new. I don't know if it'll give you a good sense of what it'll give you. I don't know if it'll give you. It'll give you a few like sense of what the podcast is. And here's the other things you know you need to know. You don't really need to listen. I'll be here for about an hour to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here an hour to keep your keep you company. Take your mind off stuff. Keep you company. You know, but it's like the kind of company I'm keeping you company. You don't got to keep me company. It's like a it's like a, you're under no obligation to listen to me, entertain me, hear me. Or, you know, ideally you will fall asleep because I'll scorch you or distract you as you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep into the arms of Morpheus or, you know, whatever suitable sleep sleep uh, deity you prefer or just, you know, pill, you know, like a 
stay puff, stay puff marshmallow person, but in pillow form. The stay puff per pillow person, like kind of like the Goodyear, like that Goodyear dude, but it non, not the Goodyear dude, more of a pillow, like a pillow, you know, something like that. So to say, hey, I'm going to put you in my pillowy embrace. As I like to say, uh, when I get, you know, when I get my Fuji, Fuji's on, uh, I say, you know, pillowing you softly with my words, pillowing you softly. And I say, but I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't keep that up. But, uh, so if you're new here, that's about it. Podcast is a little bit different. Doesn't, doesn't work for everybody, but usually on the second or third try, you'll know. And, uh, the whole idea of the podcast is to put you at ease. And a lot of it, I don't, like I made the, I've been making the podcast now for three and a half years almost. I think maybe, no, I guess it is three and a half years. And I mean, I know how to do it, but I don't exactly know what I'm doing. And uh, you could have a chuckle at that. That's fine. And I don't know. I, I kind of suspect why it works. Don't exactly know why it works. But part of it is like, like I want to put you at ease. I want you to make you feel welcome. And it's kind of like a routine where you, you get a treat. I mean, the treat is you don't have to listen to me. Uh, for some people, the treat might be the podcast just shuts off after five minutes. But ideally... For you, you kind of drift away, and I keep blathering, but it gets further and further away. You know, to have something on your bedtime to look forward to, to put you at ease, to be say, uh, uh, and, and I mean, the reason this is on my mind is, is so I just got home from work maybe like uh, 40 minutes ago, and this particular the night of the week, I get home from work, uh, I, I, I ate, I ate before, I, like I ate on my way back here because I get home a little bit later this particular night. And then what I do is I have Koa's routine. Koa's my dog, if you, if you haven't listened before, you're new. K-O-A. She's a sweet, sweet dog. And she's very, uh, like excited. When I get home, she's very excited. I feel like, I, I feel like, uh, it's wonderful to come home. She's wagging her tail, and she's smiling. My daughter, she she does smile, or she's baring her teeth, but in a way of like, "Hey, so good to see you." And then she sniffs, and then she comes running outside, and then we have a routine, like usually a couple, like but not a not a strict routine, but a routine. Uh, usually, she'll like to kind of pace around and and pick something up, like one of her toys, and present it to me. Then she'll like me to walk behind her, kind of like I'm chasing her, but it's in slow motion. Well, faster than slow motion, but it's like kind of like a prep play or something to kind of get her excitement out. And I'll say, oh, I'll never catch you, Koa. I'll never catch you. And then I'll even pretend like she'll hold her toy out, like I, I'm going to try to catch it, and then she'll pull it away at the last minute. You, you, even dogs do this to me. I mean, it, clearly this is what kind of humans have been doing to me for a while. And then she'll run off, and we do this for a while. Then she'll take a decision. Does she want to take it to a play level? Like, does she need some exercise? Usually she'll, like, relieve herself at some point. And then I think after that she decides, like, does she want to play or go for a W-A-L-K, which I won't say the word because she might be listening. And, like, then we'll make that decision. And if she decides to play, like, she has a couple different routines she likes to do. One is she'll take that, we'll do actual chasing where she'll pick her toy up and then I'll try to catch her and get her toy away from her. We'll do some tug of war. 
But usually it's like, like kind of like a version of hide-and-seek or uh, keep-away. She's keeping her toy away from me, and I'm chasing her around. If we go on a WALK, that's like pretty standard, you know, go for a WALK. And then she has another strange game she likes to play. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before. It's uh, like a, it's a strange one, and I don't know how we came up with it. But she'll she'll pretend to eat some grass, and then I'll say, "Oh no, don't eat grass!" And then she'll run really fast, and, and so then I like, and then she'll stop like super fast. I mean, like lightning fast. My dog is fast. I mean, I'm talking wind sprints, and then I'll, like then she'll stop at another pr- 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 patch of grass, and she'll stare at me, and I'll like get in a, a stance, and she'll be in a stance, and I say, "Do not eat any grass." Like this is like I think it's called the Teenage Rebellion game, and I'll say, "Do not eat any grass," and then she'll reach down and she'll bite some grass, and then I'll like go after her, and then she'll sprint again. And then we'll do that, like, uh, and she's running very, very fast. So she's getting, like, it's like Tabata timing or something or whatever those things are, farfing, like interval training. And we just do that. And and she doesn't actually eat the grass. And, you know, she does eat grass. When she's eating grass, she's eating grass. This is a game. She'll just bite the grass and drop it. And then I'll say, don't, and this is what a lot, a lot of it, I say, don't do it. Don't do it. Do not eat the grass. And then she'll just bite the grass and then run. And then she'll be tired. And then, like, and I know she's done. She'll just run right inside. That's how the game's over. Or if it's warm out, if it's not, this is after work game time. If the sun was still out or still warm, she would just stop and say, okay, it's time for you to pet me now. But in this case, she'll go inside, and then I know it's time to go inside and pet her. And this was the first time today. I've had co, I don't know, four or five years uh, that I realized this would be cruel. It's the first time I actually did pet her was today, but no, no, that's not true. But I realized I go in there and at first she just wants like regular dog pet, you know, I, I, like pet her side or pet her back, you know, like some sort of, uh, like, uh, like today I felt like I was refilling her petting, like, like, I mean, like almost like dogs need some sort of contact or, uh, what do you call that? Uh, I don't know what the soft word is, but, you know, like, uh, it's not comfort. But I think you know what I mean. It's something you provide for loved ones in your life. So I'm petting her and petting her. But it was almost like I, like at this time I felt like I was refilling her petting bowl. And like I said, like, because so, sometimes I've been like, how long am I going to do this for? Like, really? Or is this the right style? Am I petting my dog the right style? But most of the time, she just wants this regular run-of-the-mill petting, you know, whether it's her sides or her back, you know, head to toe. You know, just like you'd pet a dog. I think she just groaned, or maybe some sort of dog that lives inside me just groaned. But uh, today I said, like this, this well-adjusted voice within me, or Koa has developed some sort of psychic power, said, you just pet her until, you're done, until, until her petting bowl's re- refilled. And so I said, all right, I guess that makes sense. Like, she's been she's been chilling all day. I got home from work. She wants to be petted to get her petting back up to, like, a, a tolerable, to say, okay, I'm loved now. I remember I'm a loved dog. And now I've been recharged. My petting, my, you know, my, my pet meter is back in the green zone. It had been run down because they'd been sitting around wondering when somebody's going to come home and pet me. Now you petted me, and now I've gotten my... I wish I knew what the word was. 
don't know. You, you all know what it is. It's it's some good thing you do for people. But but so because then once her petting, once that style of petting was charged, then she switched up to like some sort of spoil. She said, "No, no, now I want you to scratch my butts." And I said, okay, well, that's a different beast. I mean, this is a different treat. You know, that's like a, so then you're into spoiling and saying, oh, what a good girl, you know, or uh, like saying, well, now I'd prefer, you know, give me some belly scratches or whatever. And I think this podcast is not the belly scratches. It's just the first part. Like, uh, and I don't think a machine could do that. Obviously, I hear the scientists and the uh, inventors out there saying, well, maybe we could get some sort of pet, you know, if uh, Wayne Zielinski and the Zelensky Institute, or probably at this point, Wayne Zelensky's kids are listening. You know, do you, we we could shrink your dog down or whatever, and then it'd be easier to pets. But no, like, uh, like, and I think like even humans have that. I mean, I mean, I'm like making light of it, but it's also true. I think that Shirukoa really said, "Well, you know, I need to remember that I'm a cared for pet, so just pet me for about a, I don't know, for her about eight. It felt like eight thousand times. It was probably only fifty. And that's why I tell her to, you know, I don't say this, but I say every time I pet you, it feels like I've petted 50, you know, but, uh, I'm just kidding. I, I got to deflect this with humor. I just love my dog. I mean, what can I say? I'm a human being. I, I love my dog. Uh, but just like, just like dogs, humans and, you know, other pets too, except for maybe fish and turtles. I don't know about those ones or the non-petting pets, but, uh, you know, we have this uh, this very real thing in us, and sometimes it needs to be refilled, and sometimes we need to be comforted. And this podcast, it's not going to, you know, give any, you know, it doesn't do the high-end petting, like Koa was a second round, say, uh, well, and maybe it doesn't even fulfill all the needs that a dog needs. But my theory, one of the theories that drives this podcast is at bedtime, maybe I could provide a little comfort, a little less seriousness. Like, uh, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like I'm like, uh, uh, like, yeah, I'm just there to get pet co co's petting back up to the green zone for this podcast. It's like, yeah, you've had a long day. If you have trouble sleeping, it's a rigmarole. It's a lot of ups and downs, a lot of tossing, and turning. I've been there and this style of podcast and my voice and my humor, it doesn't suit everybody. Uh, but I hope it suits you that it can come in and it can, it, it can start to drain out. You know, I can't, I, obviously I can't pet you via podcast and I don't even know, you know, most people, you know, let's not, let, let's just keep it. Th this relationship seems to work, right? I'll, I'll, I'll ramble and you listen kind of like a so so Sonic petting or something. I'd like to pet Sonic the Hedgehog. Holy cow. I've, I've probably dreamed about that. That's the when people say Scoots, what celebrity do you look most look like? I'd say uh, Sonic at age forty. You know, do, do they have any? Do you have you seen any pictures of Sonic at age forty? Probably, you know, unfortunately, they probably look like uh, not Sonic at age forty. But uh, you know, I f I'll tell you what, I feel like Sonic at age twenty four. But uh, in my, you know, when I'm when I'm pretending to be Sonic the Hedgehog. But so I don't know, it, 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 like this podcast is here to kind of put you at ease, to give you a little bore giggles and to kind of do that, to kind of like, uh, maybe not refill your bedtime thing, could you kind of drain it out if, if that balloon of seriousness starts to inflate about the past, the present, the future, hopefully I can counteract that. And for some people, the great striving I do with this show 
the heights I aim for is to make some people look forward to bedtime. And I can't do that for everybody. That's a very high goal. Because uh, believe me, I know what it's like to dread going to bed. So, I don't know. I guess if you're new here, give this podcast a few tries. You know, check out the reviews. Most people say, you know, we're, first time I didn't know what the heck I was listening to. He was talking about petting Sonic the Hedgehog. And then the second episode, I realized he was talking about something different. Then I said, oh, okay, I get it now. But yeah, it won't work for everybody. I hope it works for you because, like I said, I've been there. And even if you're going through something I've never been through, I can kind of relate to it. And, I, you know, this is my way of trying to be, be helpful and be of service if I can. And so that's why I say every episode, I'm glad you're here. Not only do I hope, not only do I work very hard, I yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And uh, what I'm going to do... What I'm going to try to do is create a safe place uh, where you feel safe and welcome. I don't know if I want to be heartwarming, but you know, like the heartwarming commercials you see. I want it to feel a bit like that, a little more genuine. A safe place where you can come in just like the person, whether it's a coffee commercial or an oatmeal commercial. Or you don't, you see, what are they advertising here? Like uh, where the person comes in the door, it's winter outside or it's raining outside and it's a warm, safe place. And they said it, usually they set aside, you know, whatever the, the, it could be an ad. So it could be, well, this is the good world. You know, you just left that one. Sometimes they could be setting aside their coat and their hat or whatever. I don't know. Not many people have hats anymore. Raincoat, umbrella, boots, whatever. Usually that happens pretty fast on a commercial. This podcast, I could take, you know, 20% of the episode, me talking, describing a commercial in an attempt to describe a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, uh, physical sensations, uh, feelings from something from the past, present, or future. could be something you're going to, your life stuff, uh, noises, uh, changes in routine, travel, weather, whatever it is. what I'd like to do is distract you uh, to tell you a bedtime story. I guess this is more of a bedtime, bl- you know, bl- I'll be doing some blathering, the, the good kind of blathering if it works for you. But really what I want to do is I want to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these uh, kind of lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones and pacing in an attempt to escort you or uh, accompany you, or, you know, just be in your presence uh, blathering towards you while you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, I don't think I transport you, you know. That's probably one of the issues with these sleep solutions. This is more of like a sleep stuff. Like I guess you can't say it's sleep stuff because uh, that doesn't really make any sense, but it's like a sleep, I, I call it a sleep offering because it's here for you to use and to test out. I mean, not that different than a good, like a good pillow, you know, that you fluffed and you say, okay, well, that's my good, that's my favorite pillow. You know, if you listen to this podcast a lot, you know, my pillows are named, of course, one pillow, I forgot its name, Doris and Boris are my two pillows that are, uh, 
And then I have another pillow. Oh, man, this is going to make for a long night. For, for, could you imagine your podcaster that puts people to sleep and then you go and record a podcast and you say something that keeps your pillow up all night? I got a pillow. I forgot its name. It's going to be the whole, I can't believe it. He sleeps on me every single night. He doesn't remember my name. I mean, what what else do I got to do? I support it. You know, he wants to stomach sleep. I get under his shoulder. He wants to side sleep. I get, you know, I'll go between your knees. Uh, whatever it is you want, Scoots. Can't even remember my name. Of course, he remembers Doris and Boris's names. And I don't like I like I'll be honest with the audience and I hope you're not listening. I mean, these walls, I do have a lot of moving blankets on the wall. So maybe the pillow can't hear me. It can sense it, though, like just like why your your pets wait at the door for you. They think pillows. Oh, now he's saying I'm just like a pet. I'm a pillow. What else? I'm not a dog or a cat. I'm a pillow. Okay, why don't I I really don't need to be kept up tonight with pillow guilt, uh, pillow shame. I think that's a whole, okay, let's keep a, let's keep on track here. But I was going to tell the audience, uh, if you could cover your pillow ears, I don't even think I, like, sometimes I forget stuff on this podcast and I say, well, I'm pretty sure I'll remember it. I, I don't even, like, that part of my, those brain cells are gone. Like, I can sense the part of my brain, even the synapses and stuff that are going there. And they've gotten to the point, but the storage point, like that's a it's a bad sector, whatever you, whatever they say with those old spinning hard drives. They say, yeah, we can't, you can't defrag that, uh, you can't, no, no clearing that space back up, Scoots. And I say, well, that was where that pillow's name. I, I want to say it's Otis, but I know that's not correct. So, I mean, I, I'll have some apologizing to do, uh, but, but so, hmm. So this, if I get, I guess, like it's a sleep offering. I found myself in a pickle here. I really feel bad about forgetting this pillow's name. I mean, here's here's some advice. Don't name your pillows. I mean, if this is what comes out of it. But I guess this is an example of why I make the podcast. I have, I have, I'm an overthinker. I got an underperforming brain that overthinks. And that's a bad combination. And also, you know, it, it misfires a lot. It's like more, my brain's more of a contraption, you know, than a, uh, I think that would be the exact way. You say, well, they said, what do you, when they were producing me, they said, what do you got left for that, that, that this, this, this cat's brain? They said, well, he's a human. No, yeah, we, we, well, he's got fur. We already put fur on him. We know he's human, but we didn't put human hair on his head. What what kind of what do you got left in the brain department? You got any of those prodigy brains? No. What about any of those uh, like extroverted uh, lover of life brains? We we got one of these contraption brains. The thing about them is we never know how we gave one. You know we've given them out. You know and and it's gone good. Some very small percentage of the time it goes real good. Most of the time. But we got he's moving on that belt there. Just put the contraption brain in. We'll see how. So my brain's a contraption. Um, I hurt my pillow's feelings. Unintentional. I mean, I guess it's my fault. I can't remember. I guess it's my brain's fault. But I don't want to start, you know, dodging responsibility. It's my fault, and I'll deal with that. But so I have trouble falling asleep. Ever since I was a kid, I had a terrible time falling asleep. But the main message is whatever it is that's keeping you awake, whatever the spectrum of things... Uh, you know, I might not have experienced it, but I can relate to lying there in the deep, dark night, tossing and turning, staring at the ceiling and other stuff. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. If you've had trouble falling asleep, it's not pleasant. 
And I'm sure my pillows could be telling me that later when I say, hey, can we like, like, talk about a spurned, like, you could, like, uh, you know, we all have our romantic quibbles and things, uh, but I've never, I've actually never gotten into an argument with a pillow before. I've never had, had a spurned pillow. I've had many a spurned of other thing. So it's going to make for a long night tonight for me. Uh, <laughs> anticipating, because what if the other pillows, the, the like, imagine they're going to pull me aside and they're going to say, we really need to talk to you. And they say, well, are cushions and pillows in it together? Because I'll just sleep on the couch. And they say, oh, yeah, we're cushions. We're cushions. Did you just say cushions and pillows are the same? No, I just said, are you, like, are you all going to be mad at me? Like, are anything full of stuffing is going to be, oh, yeah, just, uh, so I've managed to, uh, oof. So yeah, underpowered, underpowered brain, a bit of a contraption brain, overthinker though. So I have trouble falling asleep, and, and I know how it feels. And I really believe that everybody deserves a good night's sleep, and it's not easy. Uh, for some of us, it can be elusive and frustrating. And so I've been making this podcast. I guess you'd say it was in my spare time. It's pretty much it takes up all my time, other than when like a lot of my time, but. Uh, I started making about three and a half uh, years ago because I said, Jesus, like uh, maybe some people would want like a distracting bedtime story to put them to sleep, a bore friend, a companion in the deep, dark night. Now, not everybody is looking for that, you know, and there's a lot of other stuff out there, a lot of other sleep offerings. Some are titled sleep solutions or whatever. This is uh, like in the milder, you know, you, you look at you say, well, geez, I don't know if I want to buy this or what, you know. Uh, but like, uh, so, so this isn't for everybody. And then the, 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 the general idea, but then you get to me and you say, did you say your brain's a contraption? Did, could you, do you have trouble pronouncing the word brain? Yeah, I do. Creaky dulcet tones. It's, it's something like a sense of humor that's strange and rambling, stuttering and nonsensical. Yeah, got all this covered. So. So this is what I do, and uh, like, uh, so I hope it works for you. It works for the people it works for. Sometimes it takes a few tries. And, I, I mean, in all honesty, like, uh, I hope it helps you because, like I said, I've been there, and I'll be there tonight. I mean, if you got it, I mean, unfortunately, I'm recording this way before it goes out because it's got to get edited and everything. So I've already grappled with this pillow stuff, but if you have any advice, I see she's uh I really don't have time to scroll through the archives and li- oh, I almost I almost saw it in the name of the pillow. I think it was like an episode a long time ago where I had a pillow. I mean, this makes it worse probably, and it didn't have a name. And we took it to the place in the sky where pillows do get names, and it was such a meaningful event for me. I forgot the pillows that the pillow was named. Like I said, I don't think I forgot it. I think those brain cells they just are on. Uh, sabbatical or something maybe permanent sabbatical and i guess that would be the fault of my earlier lifestyle choices so maybe the pillow could be and i guess i'll say i'll accept it i'll say you know what pillow i'm sorry i hurt your feelings i guess i should have spent more time i maybe i mean i guess i don't appreciate my pillows like i should so maybe i mean and how about this you know you got mother's day you got father's day you got bird you know maybe this would be a place tonight uh and it doesn't have to be a grand, I mean, okay, now the pillows are coming in. They're saying, yeah, have a grand holiday for us. Well, maybe we'll start, let's start small. 
Tonight will be Pillow Appreciation Night. I mean, Pillow. Well, tonight will be Pillow Apology Night. Then we'll have Cushion. Then I'll do my Cushion Apology Tour. And then tomorrow night I'll have Pillow Appreciation Night. I'll, I'll fluff my pillows. I'll change, you know, I'll give them a nice washing of the uh, pillowcases and the pillow, whatever the other thing I put on them. Pillow encasements are. Maybe I'll pet the pillows. I'll, you know, I'll compliment them. I say, wow. You, you know, you know. Usually, people don't say you look so lumpy like that, but you do. You are so lumpy, deliciously lumpy, might I say? I love your lumps. Uh, whatever. What was your name again? So, and you know, I'll do some. I'll do some pillow arranging. How about this? I'll tell you what. I think I'm on a roll here. Like, I'll ask my pillows. What movie do you, we'll watch? A movie. What do you say? They say, hey, jerk, we don't got any eyes, unless you didn't notice. And I say, well, I could just, I could describe the movie to you. I do that all the time with the podcast. Uh, I just want to, you know, I just want to make my, I want to make you feel comfortable, just like I do with the podcast. The podcast, it puts pillows to sleep. We do it with the pillow fluffing and petting and, a you know, a celebration of pillows. I don't think that's a good book title, but it kind of, uh, I guess it would be a poem, uh, celebration of pillows, uh, fluffing, stuffing, duffing, bluffing. Maybe I should write the but You know, maybe I should do that. An ode to pillows. Uh, oh, a pillow uh, under my head. Uh, oh, I wish you would rise like bread. Pillow, pillow, pillow. You mean so much to me. Pillow, pillow, pillow. I could never set you free, though, so so maybe this is a strange relationship, and maybe I should just move on with the intro. You're right. So I'll be doing my pillow, pillow apology and pillow celebrating later. But tonight, I'll be trying to take your mind off stuff. So tonight, we'll be talking about a, a, a Q episode from Star Trek The Next Generation, Deja Q. And you might be having a case of Deja Fugue right now, because you say, what in the heck? Uh, Scoots talked about his pillows before, but never like this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I could tell you, like, I wish I could say this isn't the first time I've had to apologize to my pillows, but most of the time I'm glad I found out tonight they don't have eyes. Thank goodness. So I guess I could take back all those apologies. Uh, but, um, anyway, main message is I'm glad you're here. This is a podcast. It's, it's good natured. It, it might, it uh, might not work for you, but I hope it does. Structure of the show, we're already pretty deep into it. Five minutes of business at the top of the show, 12 to 15-minute intro, which we're on the end of here. That sets the mood and and helps put people to sleep. Some people fall asleep during it. Uh, And then we'll have the episode proper where we'll talk about Star Trek. I'll be here for about an hour uh, to keep you company in case you can't fall asleep or in case it takes a while. And you don't really need to listen or pay attention too close. I mean, clearly, I can't even remember the name of a pillow I sleep with every single night. And, I, you know, and if you can't, I mean, I think you can relate to I'm really having a feeling about this because I say, well, I don't know if I'll be, I'm going to really feel bad about this. I may have to, like, I guess a good thing, I don't have to look my pillow in, my, in its eyes. But uh, so that's it. Uh, hope that makes sense. I, I, it, the least of all, I hope I, I can make you feel welcome here. And I say this at the end of every intro because I mean it. I say, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found your way here. And the next thing is I I really hope I really work hard and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by.